you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Good day, beautiful, beautiful day in the downtown Woodbine Municipality. Patton Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogue. Morning. How you doing, man? Good, man. How are you? Uh, it's good. I, this is uh, I, this is sort of a weird day for me because it's all. There's three things. It's like the day before I got married. Right. Right. Oh, you got married in December? No, but it's the oh the, the feeling. Feel. I got you. Okay. okay. The okay. day I yeah. the, the 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 day before I got married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can remember it. <laughs> Maybe a few nights earlier. I can't. Shout, but, uh, yeah. shout out, Robin. Hope you're yeah, well. Good morning. Uh, uh, Thirty. We're coming up on thirty-five years. Oh, God bless. Uh, well, we never see each other, so we get along fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and and so um so the night before I got married, the night before. I had my first child, Clay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then now the this time tomorrow, game on. You're about to uh, be yeah, a grandpa. Yeah. So uh, she's going in tonight. Oh Grace wow! Is and they'll induce in the morning. So tomorrow after you know sometime during the day tomorrow. That's wonderful. Uh, shout out to Grace yeah. and shout out to your to your whole family. And excited! What a, what a nice early Christmas gift yeah. you're, you're going to get. And uh, Kyle, her and her, their family, you know, just wonderful mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. as well. And, you know, yeah, I met Kyle. I, met I, Kyle, I, really yeah, nice guy. I always say, you know, I, and it, they asked me about it. I said, Damn it, I like him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so what's up, man? Nothing, man, yeah. bro. Uh, Draymond Green is still an idiot, and uh, I, I I did check. Uh, there was a New York Times playoff predictor thing that i tapped into what, yesterday what playoff <laughs> predictor, predictor thing, thing. Yeah, I, was just, I was just googling around because we talked about <laughs> yeah. the, the titans uh chances of making the playoffs you were bound and determined to find out yeah. what their odds are right now to yeah. make the playoffs one percent okay that's that means we still have a chance <laughs> so you're saying so you're saying so you're telling me there's a chance yes. so yeah looks like you know about a one percent chance the titans have but you know, the more I think about what happened on Monday night, yeah, a lot of it was the Dolphins, you know, collapsing, let's be honest. But, you know, the resiliency they showed and the fact that they don't they don't seem to care that, you know, there's only a few games left and, you know, they the odds of them making the postseason are very, 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 very slim. This team's gonna keep fighting and that's that's a Mike Vrabel hallmark. And so uh, you know, just to just to respect the way they just kept battling and I think that's a that's a Really, really oh. <laughs> watershed moment for a rookie quarterback to to lead his team back from a. Oh my god! Sorry, no, go ahead. No, I what I'm about ready to tell you is going to be funny. I, you know what? I agree with everything. Don't you think Miami? Uh, They're pooping uh, in Miami right now. Right, don't you think they just thought we could just show up yeah, and win that? That's game? exactly what they yeah, thought. Yeah, 
That's exactly what they thought. Yeah. And then once, and we talked about it yesterday, but once Tyreek Hill went down, everything was like, ooh, that offense is completely different without Tyreek Hill. I mean, I I didn't realize that. I mean, that guy actually might be the MVP of the league when you think about it. Now, it's not going to go to him because it's it's going to go to a quarterback, either probably Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy. But, man, yeah, I that's exactly what I think. I think it was Monday night. We're home. We're playing a team with a sub-500 record. We're just going to roll our, you know, our helmets yeah. out and, uh, you know, get out of here we'll, with a, we can with a put dub. Up, we can put up 30, yeah. you know, but just showing up. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. But, by the way, I want you to read this bottom tweet from, this is from my wife. Tweet or a text? It's a text, rather, uh, from my wife. The very bottom one. That's why, says, that's why. That's why. That's why I didn't. It's, uh, yeah. It says, didn't, yeah. and I quote, "Thursday, dumbass, not tonight." <laughs> I, I get a text from Robin, my wife, Robin. You are the best. Thursday, dumbass, <laughs> dumbass not tonight. <laughs> yeah, I got to do a basketball. I mean, I don't know. It's, Ro- a, it's a whirlwind. Robin, what can I say? This is the man you married. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll have the same conversation. Good lord! I got. What's by the way, guys, I, we got a basketball game today. <laughs> well, I mean, you've been telling us all week it's Friday, Friday. so I was like, well, they just must have pushed well, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, they moved the schedule yep. up. <laughs> That's why in the middle of your soliloquy, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm sitting struggling. there, you're laughing. I'm like, I'm waxing poetic, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm. You know, I was according to Pat, and I'm the Titans hater, and I'm giving yeah. them credit and all this, and I got, you know, Allison, you know, DMing me. You owe the Titans an apology because you said they weren't going to win. <laughs> well, it was yeah. they were down 14 with three minutes to go. Allison, what do you want me to tell you? Well, it, it, two things, and and quite frankly, uh, the I don't know the, how well they played. I mean, even on top of everything, it else. was kind of a yeah. perfect yeah. storm, yeah. don't you think, Greg? Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins. Kind of pooped that game away, but the you know, but the Titans well, kept yeah, on fighting. Well, yeah, the guy taking his helmet off. Yep. I yep. mean, uh, the Titans won in spite of themselves. Yeah, I mean, how about geez, that? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, you get you get back to back a muff punt, and then a, and then somehow Levis pitches behind Derrick Henry on a running play to gift you know Miami two two uh, two touchdowns, and yet they still win. It, it, it rarely hap- that rarely happens for a road team to you know. What they have three turnovers, I think. They had the pick six, they had the muff punt, and then they had the fumble on the uh, on the pitch to Henry. Yeah. So and, and still won. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I, I that way everybody knows I'm just not totally lost. It okay. Mm-hmm. Right before I came in here, I was on the phone uh, booking Thursday's picking with the pickers. We're doing picking with the pickers tomorrow, right? Right. Because no, no show Friday. Friday. Correct. Because Bill's uh, commitments uh, for all five hours down at bar lines. Right. Um, so I, we're going to have a little bit, I don't, I'll tell you, it's going to be somebody that it, I've, I've cooked up something and I'll, I'll ask you off the air if we should go ahead and promote it or, okay. or, or, or let it happen organically tomorrow morning. Okay. You'll like what I'm, I'm, I'm and so I was already, th- I'm in Thursday mode. You know, yeah. the thing is, when I got to Wednesday, yeah, yeah. I'm already working on Thursday. You know, it's funny you mention that because for me, I worked Monday because yeah. of the Titans game. So I'm off TV. I was off TV yesterday. And I'm off TV today. Today feels like Tuesday to me, but today's Wednesday. Well, I had a Sunday afternoon. We didn't even talk. Pat, I'm, I'm sitting 
right next to Patton Cook at the Lipscomb game. So I had a <laughs> Sunday afternoon, four o'clock basketball game. Yeah. And so, yeah, my week, I've, I don't know what day it is, but anyway, uh, <laughs> Thursday, dumbass. Yeah. So, so yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, I, maybe I shouldn't have showed you that. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um, what do you got over there from Vrabel land? Yes, uh, plenty of Vrabel land here today. Uh, talking just about the adversity that struck on Monday night. Had the turnovers late, down 14 with three minutes left. But something his team hadn't done much this year. They uh, fought back, came from behind, and uh, ended up winning the football game. To the leadership that we have out there, to the guys that you know just go and play the next snap and say, hey, you know, we're, we're going to need two scores, so... We better get this first one quick, and and they did. We hit a couple plays, and uh, yeah, I felt like they were just excited about being in that football game, and and the whole plan was obviously to you know, to put them in a game and find a way to win it late, and uh, we did that for the most part, and then you know had to kind of go off script there a little bit, and uh, which was great to see us be able to. To move the ball quickly uh, in a no-huddle situation and then get the two-point conversion and then get the stop on defense and you know go back down and score. So th- those are all the situations that we cover. Those are things that we talk about. You know, we're able to keep our timeouts, which you know really gives you an advantage when you can get them stopped there and use your timeouts and use the clock. Break that down. No, well, you know. <laughs> it's, probably, it's pretty much what we were talking about. So, you know, they, they do have that ability to just keep playing, you know, no matter what the situation, score, what the record is, what the game could mean, will mean, whatever. They have a great way to cup, to compartmentalize and live for, okay, what do we have to do on this possession, this play? You mentioned it. And we're down two scores. Got to get the first one quick. Let's go. And that's what they did. And, you know, um, the Dolphins, you know, they, they were on their back foot a lot. And, you know, Levis made some great throws. Guys stepped up. D-Hop was playing really inspired football. Um, and he was very highly competitive in that game. What well, were you going to say, Patton? I, I got a point about that, but go ahead. Well, and I, I liked uh, in in that little part he had, he said the guys were just happy to be in the football game. Uh, yeah. That's not something they've been in a whole lot yeah. of the past couple of weeks. They are in a game in the fourth quarter on the road at least. Yeah. I mean, Name me the last time that happened. Right. Well, and happened all year. That's their first road yeah. win of the year. So, what else you got? Uh, pretty, a pretty good win here. And I, I don't pre- know. I'm yeah, yeah. What's, the, what's the, the point Hop- you were going to make? One thing I think about Hopkins, I think Levis's emergence has helped to uh, keep Hopkins energized. I don't think because he came in with energy. We saw that from day one. Yeah. But I think Tannehill with his uh, diminishing, you know, ability to to put the ball where you know, a couple, two or three years ago he could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think with Levis, who could put it anywhere he wants it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, I think that excites Hopkins, don't you think? Because you, you're now going to be able to get the ball, and and, and we'll, I want to get into the trailing Burks thing too in a yeah. minute. But, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, but I, I think they seem to be, have built a really good chemistry. Yeah. So. Well, they're going to they're going to throw the ball around. They need to yep. if you're going to win in that league. So what do you got? Well. Uh, Kind of talking about that, Greg. Um, Des Bryant actually tweeted at uh, DeAndre Hopkins and uh, basically said that he, he wasn't happy with with his decision to go to the Titans at first, but seeing Will Levis in there and I kind of Hopkins. This isn't a, a, a clip or anything, but 
Hopkins basically agreed with him and said, yeah, we got a baller here. And if you go on his Instagram right now, he's got Will Levis with a cigarette in his mouth and a, and a T-shirt over Who's it. Who's Instagram? This is DeAndre Hopkins. Ah, really? uh, so, I mean, he's having fun with it. I think it. there's something definitely yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah, there's, def- yeah. Yeah, there's definitely they – got, they, got, they got a little thing going on yeah. there between kid those can, two. Kid can throw the football. And, you know, and, you know, and Levis is smart enough to know I got a OG vested veteran, you know, I, if, you know, if he's covered, he's open. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to throw the ball up and, and see if he can come get it. I mean, you saw some of the contested catches that D-Hop made the other night and falling falling backwards and catching it and stuff like that. I mean, that's that is that was vintage DeAndre Hopkins we yep. saw on Monday night. That's the guy that they thought, you know, they were getting for an entire season when they signed him late in the, late in the offseason. What else you have over there? Uh, well, here is Mike Vrabel talking about Will Levis, and I want to give a thanks to the Titans media department uh, helping me out here. Uh, here is Mike Vrabel and Will Levis and his toughness, maybe not wanting to see it as much um, <laughs> down the stretch here. Um, I don't know. I think uh, we're still trying to work on that. We showed them examples of quarterbacks sliding and using the rules to their advantage. I guess we'll have to show them examples of quarterbacks not sliding and getting the knocked out of them. So we're going to try the the other way this week. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's <laughs> you expect Vrabel to say something like that. And listen, you got a guy like Will Levis. He's in his early twenties. He's jacked to the gills. He thinks I'm nothing's going to happen to me. I'm Superman. But you saw him try to tackle the defensive lineman at the goal line there on the pick six. You saw him, you know put his shoulder down and, and try to run guys over. And he went helicopter, you know, the week before and all that, you know, I think what Vrabel's trying to say is, listen, bro, you're going to learn. You're either going to learn the hard way or the easy way, you know, make it easy on yourself slide. And it's funny because the, in the other Monday night game, DeVito ran and slid and got hit by one of the Packers and they didn't call a, a penalty on that. So the next time he ran, he put his shoulder down and tried to run somebody over. And it's like, nah, that's, you know, like you said, that you're going to learn that, that one extra yard's not worth. It's it. not yeah, worth. Yeah, 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 well yeah. said, Greg. It is not worth it. Mm. You know because you know you're you're valuable. You, you have no value to the team if you're on the uh, sideline with a big bag of ice on your shoulder. There are ten right now starting quarterbacks that started week one in the NFL mm-hmm. that are not uh, aren't playing anymore. Cleveland Browns are on their fourth quarterback. And they might win their division, but they're definitely going to make the playoffs. Uh, Predators last night, uh, three to two win over the Flyers. Forsberg uh, early in the overtime, eighteen seconds into it. As a matter of fact, you see, right now, Soros thirty-seven saves. He's made in the last two games seventy-three saves on seventy-six shots, and uh, they're eleven and three in their past fourteen games. They're now three games above five hundred. Yeah, they're red hot right red, now. Hey. <laughs> like they are red hot right now. They're one of the NHL's yeah. hottest teams, and uh, you know it seems like whatever it is that they were missing at the very, very start of the season, they found it. So special teams has been pretty good, and you you mentioned the goaltending. Saros has been outstanding, and you know that like we keep saying, they keep generating offense. You know they're going to get chances to 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 bury the puck. So. You gotta like the way they're playing right now if you're a Preds fan. Well, and some other scoring, Nyquist, uh, also McCarron. Uh so coming from different places and everything. Also, mm-hmm. um you know, McCarron on that line with Cole Smith and Yuso Parsonen, but um 
Um, the Forsberg overtime goal, his 10th as a Predator, surpassing David Legwan for the most in Predators history. Well, there you go. Forsberg's carving himself out a, what, what did you say yesterday, 13? What yep, was 13 it 13 years? years? Man, I was, when that Martin Erat trade happened. Yeah. Maybe one of the most lopsided trades. David Poyle should be in the Hall of Fame on that one trade alone. <laughs> so, um, and I like hey, Martin Erat. But, yeah, uh, but yeah. Forsberg's a, you know, he's a, he's a, He's a Jersey and the Rafters guy. He's the greatest goal scorer in the history of this franchise. And, you know. How old is he? I think he's not 30, even 30. I think he's 29 or 30 mm, years old. I was going to guess 31. I think he's. Check I, at Grover. <laughs> Roll the tape, JB. JB. Uh, but uh, I'm going to guess 31. I don't know. Uh, well, 13 years. The point is, yeah, he's yeah, still got yeah. a lot of quality years left. Yeah. You know? 29. And, 29? There 20, you go. Yeah, Dang. I, wow. And, but he just signed the – this is the first of an eight, right? I this believe, year, yeah. The first, yeah. Is this the first or the second year of an eight? Uh, signed it last offseason, not this past offseason. So this, yeah, is, he was, this is year two and of he an was, eight. He was right. a free, yeah, he was yeah, a free yeah, agent yeah, last yeah, offseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. um, but, yeah, he's just been terrific ever since he's gotten here and, uh, you know, keeps the same demeanor mm-hmm. and just has a knack, man, you know, for putting the puck in the net. So that's fair to say, right? Greatest goal scorer in the history of this franchise? Well, I mean, there's only one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, I just want to. I just want to make. Yeah. I just want to make I sure think, I'm being he, accurate here. Well, I think he passed. Who was? Who was it? Leg one that had the most goals. I believe it was Leggy. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Hey, we'll take a break. Um, uh, what is this Wednesday? Right. Today's Wednesday. See, this is what's messing me up. I keep too. thinking it's Tuesday, well, bro. Well, I don't know, and I keep thinking it's Thursday because we got picking with the pickers tomorrow, right? And that's always Thursday. For Friday, so leave me alone. Well, no, I'll just we'll just we'll just ask your wife, and she'll nah, she'll, she'll, she'll she'll set us straight. <laughs> when I say I get that at home, I told you I get that at home. Remember, people give me crap. Yeah, yeah. I, said, I, don't I, need I, I get that at I home. I get that at home. I don't need your crap. What's <laughs> right. uh, Brown, a coach's view, uh, presented by Jody Jones, coming up. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. In Tennessee... 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live from the Strike and Spare studio. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Let's go! Oh, I like it! It's up to you now! It's up to you! I like it! And now, it's time for a coach's view with Watson Brown. Brought to you by Jody Jones Dentistry. A coach's view, as Big Boys Guy said, uh, Watson Brown, Coach Watson Brown, presented by Jody Jones Dentistry. Watson, good morning. Good morning, guys. What do you say, Coach? How's everybody? Doing well. Everybody good, John? Yeah, man, I can't complain. It's all good in the hood. Good. We can't complain with this weather either. I mean, we're I know. in the mid, mid to high 50s today. Geez, what what can we complain about? Exactly. Especially he, given where I come from in the Northeast. So yeah, I'll take you, it. Oh. You're out there still playing that power fade, right? <laughs> you, got, you got a little draw. Uh, no, you got a little I'm, bit of a I'm, draw here and there when you need it. You, your image of me is wrong, babe. I have a duck hook. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can be standing 30 yards from the tee box and i might get you on the left every once in a while so well good you know uh they uh what, what was it in caddyshack where he just said he clipped the guy's hamstring and it just pushed the ball all out to the right there on every shot yeah, not, yeah, you, yeah. I, I, I need to hire that dude <laughs> bill murray yeah so. i need to hire bill out yeah 
take care of me. Hey, um, um, what you think about Monday night? You, you, I, you know, I guess as many games you played and coached in, uh, you could win and lose just about every way imaginable. And we saw that Monday night. Yeah, you see a Titans uh, team that with three turnovers and they led to twenty-one points, and they still find a way to win it. I mean, a lot of it, I thought, coach was the Dolphins, but you know. That's a that's a typical Mike Vrabel game. You keep playing, you keep you keep chopping wood, and you know you don't quit until the final whistle, and you get out of there with a win. No, that that's that's Mike's philosophy, but it it kind of went opposite his philosophy in this one. I mean, they they they're a shorten the game, don't turn it over, play solid defense, uh, good solid special teams, and win it win it in the fourth quarter. Well, they won it in the fourth quarter. All that other stuff didn't work out too good. <laughs> I mean, gosh almighty, what three easy scores. One of them was a score, the other two around the five-yard line. I mean, you don't win games like that, and um, they they did. It's it's amazing. I I thought the difference, I, John, to me was I saw a Titans team ready to play, and I saw a Dolphins team that didn't show. Did it I mean, feel I like the Dolphins kind of – we were talking about in the first segment, Coach. Did it feel like the Dolphins felt like, ah, we'll just roll our helmets out here and, you know – we're on Monday night. We're at home. We're great at home. We'll just uh, we'll just go ahead and take care of business. Exactly. That's I and I think when it got fourteen points at the end, they did it again. They just turned around and said, "Ah, this is over." And I mean, they never rushed any more than four. They played soft zone coverage for both series. I mean, it was it was like, ah, "You can't beat me, no matter what we do." Duh. Uh, they they do say NFL stands for not for long. Uh, <laughs> you start thinking you're pretty good, you're going to get knocked down pretty quick in the NFL because it's just so equal. But the good news was, I mean, every every week we, we see Levis get better. Uh, that was his best game. I, I do think the Dolphins made it easy on him. It was an easy night, pretty much a couple of coverages and rush four. And, uh, and, and then the early part of the game they would get to him and, and frustrate him but later in the game they couldn't get to him i think they got tired and um and he 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 played well he didn't miss near as many throws guys in this game as i've seen him missing others he he was he was on target on most of them i think his best throw was when he threw the spears down the seam we were lucky we fumbled it and he goes out of bounds but that was a great throw. I mean, that one was just an on-the-line seam pass that you you got to show you make it. A lot of them in the league can't make that throw. So I, I see that as good, and I saw a team that tried real hard. So um, give that to Mike. I've I've been with George. I do an analyst on, on his show with him. Been doing it for four years. Speaking of duck hooks. Hey, hold on, years, hold on. Speaking of duck hooks, but go ahead. Yeah, I know. That's probably where I got my duck hook, if you really want to know the truth. <laughs> but in the four years I've been watching them hard, because I have to do that, and, and with you guys too now, and and um, I've only seen maybe two times Mike Brable's teams didn't just play their fannies off. Uh, they do that. They play hard every week, um, and they, and they're always in games, guys, because of his style. He's never going to leave that style. You'll never see Mike Rabel in the in the Dolphins style or the Chiefs style or whatever. You'll never see it, in my opinion. Sort of been the identity of this franchise from for the past twenty five years. Yeah, with Fisher. Yep. I mean, with Eddie, and then obviously emphasized even more so with Frank's pass, Frank Wycheck's passing, and. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. The we've asked I've, I've, we've asked this several times, but you see the energy, you see the I mean the celebration, you see the veins bulging in his forehead and his arms. Uh, you'd rather pull that back, and we've talked about obviously putting himself in harm's way. He'll get that dialed back too. It, I think it's going to just take somebody laying him out and him going, "Oh, is it Thursday or Monday?" Right? It, I mean, but how do you? I mean. Boy, that's a, that's a slippery slope because I know Vrabel was asked about it yesterday. How do you, how do you, you know, I guess just repetitive say get down, get down as much as anything on just those particular plays. But overall, how do you dial it back? I think it's much easier than dialing one up. I'll tell you that. When, when you don't have that toughness, competitiveness like that, man, you can't dial that up. It just won't come up. But you can, you can. Slow one down a little bit, and I think I just think experience will do it. I hope it don't happen with a bad injury, yeah, where he misses weeks or a season or something. I, I think he'll learn. Uh, he'll watch the tapes and see. Boy, it, 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 where is the the toughest thing as a coach is where's that cutoff? How much do you want to dial it down because his energy rubs off on that team. The the youth between Spears's energy and Levis's energy is what really motivating that team right now. It's not the older guys. It, it, it's not Derek. It, it's not Tannehill. Uh, it's not Kevin Barrett anymore. It's the young guys, the energy of some young guys that I'm seeing that are making the plays and throw Hopkins in there. <laughs> that play he made, that long pass he caught, good, that's one of the best I've ever seen because he totally offensive pass interfered. He grabs the guy's arm, pulls it mm-hmm. down, and catches the ball. But he knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. He knew the official was on the outside of him. I guess the center field one didn't see it. But, I mean, what a play. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable play in the game. Football is still what it's always been. The other thing, guys, that happened, I thought the biggest play in the game was the block field goal. That was the turning point in the game. And from that point on, the Titans were there. Yeah. And, uh, and what happened is they had the, the Dolphins had two, uh, two offensive linemen out for the game. Well, they hurt their center in the fifth play of the game, and he was out. So now there's three missing. What's the first? When you start losing players, what's the first thing that gets affected on a football team? As a head coach, I know this. It's special teams. Right. Special teams gets affected immediately when you start having injuries. And they had three offensive linemen out, and we bust right through that thing and blocked that kick. And I'm telling you, I think that was the play of the football. Coach, how surprised were you that uh, McDaniels didn't seem to have an answer for the Titans' defense after Tyreek Hill went down? I mean, yeah, he, even, I even, I, he even told the reporter at halftime, he's like, I'm trying to be creative here, but that's what they're paying me to do, but it seemed like that really threw them off schedule when Hill went down. Great point, John. And think back from was it when we beat the Chiefs in Nashville a few years back, mm-hmm. and we frustrated the fool out. Mike took the game plan from that Chiefs game. They were they had Hill on that team, and they're going up down the field on everybody. Well, Mike comes in, and I think it was peace at that point, but they come into that game, they back up, they they rush forward, they knew they could get the 
you remember the Chiefs were not great pass protectors at that point. This team had a couple out going into the game. We took the game plan from that Chiefs game when we frustrated Mahomes, and he would not drop the ball off. This wasn't play calling. It's checking it down. And Tua would just sit there and keep holding it and keep holding it and try to get one of those guys open deep. We weren't letting them do that, and he would not check it down. The Chiefs learned from that, came out and said that mm-hmm. after after they got beat and learned how to check it down. The Dolphins will learn from this, too. Did you see Hill's statement on Monday or maybe after the game Sunday? He said, Coach Rabel knows how to play us. Well, what he meant by us is he'd gone through that with the Chiefs. And now they did the exact same things, and the Dolphins fell for it the same way. They get the pat in your chest, and you think you're so good, and you can score so easy. Right. Then all of a sudden, everybody, somebody comes in and rushes you pretty good, but backs off. You ain't getting none of those pretty little deep throws. You ain't getting them. <laughs> and, and, and they kept trying to take them, and it cost them a ball game. A Coach's View with Watson Brown, presented by Jody Jones Dentistry. Coach, uh, I think I've asked you about this before. I think we've asked you about this before. You know, the Titans have four games left. I checked yesterday. They have a 1% chance to make the playoffs, so that's more than likely out. Uh, Do you, you know, let's say they, you know, they they ball out these last four games. Are you a believer that you can take that momentum into the next season, a strong finish in a non-playoff season? Yeah, absolutely. Confidence. In this world we live in, guys, for all of us, we all go up and down in our confidence levels. And we, some of us may not admit it, but everybody does it. And I think football is a mirrored image of our society. And the confidence level, when the talent levels are so close as they are in the NFL, I think that emotional swing, that confidence swing, is such a big part of it. When you start losing and what if – Four and sixteen till they won that game or something. Seven, six or seven straight on the road. Uh, that game like that can turn everything around. And they've got three of their last four at home. So I think they could finish three and one or four and zero. Oh, I do. I, I truly think there's nothing that tough. They got the Texans coming to town. Their quarterback's in a in, in the concussion protocol. Uh, if he plays, he won't practice all week. Uh, great opportunity looking him in the eye right there. Um, and, and then they got to go to the Texans, and then they got the Jags coming in late. I think they could go no worse than two and two here down the stretch, and and that might just be enough, John. Winning three of your last five that it could lead, take you to next year, especially when your top two players are your quarterback and your new tailback. That's kind of the top two players on our football team right now. Watson, uh, the bowl season starts. Uh, a lot of people say there's yep. too many bowl games. Uh, I say if you don't like them, don't watch. No one's asking you to, telling you have to. Uh, the first seven bowl games, five on Saturday, Monday, 2.30, Western Kentucky, my alma mater against Old Dominion, who, by the way, the Old Dominion coach, right, uh, at, at, at Tennessee Tech there now. Uh, but the seven, the first seven uh, do not include a Power 5 team. The groups are, are yeah, yeah. Don't don't tell those schools these bowl games aren't important. Well, don't tell the fans because they watch them that we still wouldn't have them. <laughs> right. uh, you know, ESPN ain't gonna keep paying for nothing. So it's obvious that people watch those games, and it amazes me when I hear that out of people saying that. That's people that don't watch the games because the football fan watches them. 
and especially the early ones. Some of the the early ones and the late ones are the good ones. Sometimes the middle ones, it's who who shows up. But those early ones are the teams you're talking about, Bogey, that can't wait to get there. I remember our first bowl game ever at UAB. You 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 talk about exciting getting to go to Hawaii, and all <laughs> that went down with that. I mean, it's stuff those kids will never in their lives forget. And so don't give me that. That's that's a bunch of bull. And and uh, now those middle ones where you've got those teams that didn't make that final four, and they've got seven or eight that pulled out to prepare for the NFL draft and all that crap which I can't stand. Yeah. I absolutely can't stand that. Um, when that happens now, those get a little bit, one's ready to play, one it, and one's so depleted from losing so many players, the other one's not as bad. But then when you get toward the end and the Orange Bowls and the getting to the Final Four, we're all up into that now. Those are unbelievable too. So I still love bowl season. Uh, the thing that's hurting our bowl season now isn't the number of bowls; it's the number of kids pulling out. That's what's hurting the bowl. Well, the transfer portals and all of that. Yeah, I mean, for a lot of yeah, reasons, yeah, not yeah. just going to the NFL draft. Right, but uh, a lot of stuff. The, the stars out. are pulling out. You know, and, yeah. and 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 I understand what you're saying, Watson. But it's hard if I'm you know uh, going to be a first round draft pick and I'm going to a bowl game that's not playing for anything except a bowl. Not in the Final Four, not for a championship on the national. And that'll expand even more. I think you'll see, see more have to decide one way or the other when there's going to be 12 teams eligible next year for the national championship. Uh, I, it's hard for me to tell a young man, hey, you go to this bowl game and, uh, or, and, and, and risk your future and generational wealth. I, that's a tough one. Yeah. I agree with you. When I'm not getting on the kid. I'm getting yeah. on the situation. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like the situation. But the kid, no. I, I understand it. But i also starting to see now when I'm getting paid $3 million to play for this team and you leave it before the last game's over. Might ought to think about how you're paying these kids. You know, pay them, pay them by the week or something to where you're not going to get those last five checks if you don't play in the game. I nah. see some of them's mind a little bit. Well, that lot you know, of them, a lot of teams in the NFL, most of them pay 17 weeks. You're on that well, roster. That's what I say. You know, but, I'm not sure if I yeah. wasn't doing it, I wouldn't pay them by the week yeah. and don't give them lump sums of cash. Watson, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, well, we're guys. Gonna talk next week. We're going to talk next week. We got one more to go. All right. See you, man. Y'all Thanks, have Coach. a great week. All right. See you, Co- Coach. Coach's View, Watson Brown, presented by Jody Jones Dentistry. Hey, we're wide open. Top of the hour. By the way, Kelly Holcomb is coming up at 10.05. We hadn't talked to Kelly in, in a while. Actually, Kelly comes to all of the Lipscomb games. His daughter uh, was one of their star players out for the year with a knee injury, and she's dating, as I understand, Will Pruitt who's one of the real good kids that play for Lipscomb. I say kids, young men, uh, out of uh, Mount Juliet High School. And so, anyway. All right, we'll take a break. Call the show, 615-844-5600. Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin Peay, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Oh, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Pat and Cook. It is John Burton, Greg Pope, presented by Omni National Hotel. Commitments tomorrow, uh, bar lines. Uh, Commitments Friday. Friday. Today is Wednesday. I know. I have no Dumas. idea. Uh, Dumas. <laughs> Isn't there a player for a team in, uh, that's Dumas? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, 615-844-5600. Commitments is Friday. Tony, good morning. What's going on, man? Tony. Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. 
Good morning, Tony. Got a lot of energy today. Got to run some errands, guys. You got to get up early and do it. It's that time of year, so, uh, hustle and bustle. Holidays right around the yeah. corner. Everybody. Ah, humbug. <laughs> yeah, no, Greg, right? you know, I'm glad you touched on the bowls with Watson because, you know, I watch the bowl games. I might not watch all of every game, but I will watch. Maybe if I can, I'll take in as much of some of the games and these uh, lower bowls that are being played. You know, there's one I've really got a problem with right now. Minnesota getting to go to a bowl game. Now, I know it's on their GPA, their, their uh, uh, what is it, their uh, school record, graduation or whatever it is, GPA as I call it. You know, you had two military schools this past weekend, both five and six. One wins, goes six and six. Everybody talks about, well, six and six gets you in the bowl game. They should have still gone in before uh, that bowl game. I believe it's a tax slayer or something. Considered Minnesota with a five and seven record. Don't y'all think? How do y'all feel about that? I, I, I need to, what bowl game are they going to? I, I thought it was a tax slayer. I don't know. I, I would mean, need to know if that league had a bowl tie-in with the Big Ten. Right. That 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 would contractually do that. I don't know. Yeah. In in theory, yeah. Five and six and six is better than a five and seven. Uh, it the, the, yeah. And and then the, like the, the the sidebar to it, Greg, is you know it's the military school. Come on, I mean. These guys are going to lay their life on the line for us every day in a year or so. And, uh, I mean, and that's the only thing, but I understand you're probably right, not unless there was a tie-in, but surely they could have found a place. Some bowl somewhere could have held a place out for uh You had two teams, both five and six. One of them's going to win and be a six and six bowl qualifying team. So, And, you know, another thing I was, I was thinking the other day, guys, there's players going to be playing in bowl games this year that are probably making more money than the bowl will be paying out to the school. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's nuts. I would say collectively probably so, yeah. That, that is just, I mean, it's just it's a crazy world that we're in. And then you've got this other Jack Leg is named Baker or Barker wanting to uh, do subdivisions out of Division One. Have y'all seen that? Mm-hmm. He wants to create a subdivision out of Division One, and then turn over, uh, let the institutions have more control over the money and the means of what players get paid and how much. And guys, when this all started four or five years ago, we I don't think any of us foresee, you know, where this is going to today. This all started out to make sure athletes had some money to go to a movie, go to McDonald's, go out on a date in their off season, have a little money at school. And this thing has ballooned into the biggest whatnot. And, you know, as Watson said four or five years ago, amateur sports on the collegiate level, we know there was money being kicked around. We know that. But still, the amateur status of collegiate football, collegiate athletics, it was gone when they passed all this NIL stuff. Two words uh, passed is with each school getting $130 million in TV revenue just on that one 
check alone. So yeah, they right. they, they 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 created the situation. I do not blame the student athletes whatsoever because they did not I, create well, I don't the either, Greg. they they because they I didn't create either. the situation. Right, they did not. And then you the coaches being paid what they're being paid. I will never feel sorry for another coach that gets fired or moves on. It's, I just won't. I'm sorry. I mean, these coaches are making mega They're making money we can all dream about someday. Just dream. So there you go. That's my take. That's my bit this morning. All Thank right. You for Appreciate it, Tony. Out. All right. Thank you, guys. All righty. We'll uh, take a break. You want to call the show? Please do. 615-844-5600. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. 
The Jim Rome Show. There are still things that are triple U, including people who take pictures and then crop them and use them as their biopics. There's got to be another picture of you. You cannot take a picture with somebody else and then X that person out of the picture. Crop them out and leave yourself in and then have it all off-centered. Or maybe have somebody's claw still on your shoulder or part of their ear still in the picture. The Jim Rome Show, weekdays from 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. Some shows make you rip out the dial. Greg and John make you rip out the whole radio. The Greg Bogan, John Burton Show. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. You'll call or text the show. You're more than welcome to. Preds last night. I tell you what, there I watched a lot of that game, and then uh, you know, Flyers are are they're an up and coming team too. Mm-hmm. They're sort of in that retool, if you will. Yeah, and uh, coached by John Tortorella, yeah. who is the it's, he is the perfect guy to be the Flyers coach in Philadelphia because he he's from he's from uh, he's from New England, but man, he's got a lot of that Philly attitude, and you know, he'll cuss you out just as soon as look at you. He does not care. I mean, he has no filter. You know, a lot of people say they don't. They don't care. Torts definitely does not care. Uh, I remember when he coached the Rangers for a while there, and he would go at it with the New York media and stuff like that. And so, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was good. By the way, uh, by the way, Tommy DeVito named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Well, I tell you what, his, Tommy Cutlets, his agents getting a lot of. <laughs> A lot of run, well, man. You know they, what? they even had made fun of it on like uh, I, every night. If I'm around, I watch you. You know, you guys. You know, only and Brebo, you're right. She she sounded better mm-hmm. as though she was yeah. struggling last yeah, night. You she, could tell with her voice. Yeah, she's hurting. And, and, and uh, Will Levis was uh, rookie of the week. Yeah, for his performance. Nice. Very good. The um, well, Joe Joe Buck said on the broadcast. He said Tommy DeVito's agent is going to break the internet, and he pretty much did. Yeah, both. Uh, I watch the monologues of both the shows, and then I, I, I filter out unless I like a guest on the late night shows. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But they're both, uh, all of them, were making fun of uh, oh. the uh, his age. Well, you know this this weekend Saturday Night Live is going to do something oh. on that. So, I mean, if that's not the stereotype of a Brooklyn <laughs> street agent, right? I yeah, mean, uh, a guy, a made guy, a guy, right? yeah, yeah, a guy, you yeah. know. He yeah he he knows some he, people. He, I don't. He probably dresses like you and me and Gene, but he he was shining that night. Well, listen, I don't know anything about his other activities. All I know is he's Tommy DeVito's agent. Okay, don't ask me anything else about what he what he might be into because I don't I don't know anything about it. Okay. <laughs> but just uh, it's like it's like somebody from Nashville showing up with uh you know cowboy boots and a big <laughs> hat on right and, and rhinestones perpetuates the stereotype, right? Yep. She was uh who was. Who's the who's the host now on Good Morning Football? Jamie Erdahl said that I guess they had um, Tommy's agent on set the week the week of the draft. I was like before day three, and you know they were trying to plug you know getting Tommy drafted or whatever. And she said, you know, thirty we're going on live in thirty seconds, and like Tommy and you know his agent and all these all these guys you know all these all these knock around guys are like taking pictures and stuff like that and she's like Tommy you got to come sit down we got to talk to you oh sorry about but that but they would you know? do those big italian kisses on oh, the yeah, cheek yeah. Tom, yeah 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 Tommy's dad uh, yeah, yeah 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 uh the quote from his agent we're very proud of our italian heritage 
Hey, forget yeah, about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't you know. What do you want me to, hey, what do you want from me? Hey, here's one. He looks like Johnny Von Fontaine. <laughs> That's in the uh Yeah, he had the Italian horn necklace and everything. I mean, he was, you know, I I grew up around a lot of Tommy DeVitos and their families in Rome, New York. So. That was uh, Peyton's quote, uh, apparently. He looks like Johnny Fontaine from The Godfather. There you go. This one time, I will tell you about my affairs. You going to close hey, out okay. the hour? Yeah, I am. Uh, one eight, uh, some, I'm just Twitter's in there undefeated. Uh, Tommy DeVito said, looks like you get a tray of uh, Gabagool. Yeah, the Gabagool. Gabagool. Yeah. <laughs> More next hour. Yeah. 560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville. 1079 FM, Smyrna. Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. This is a special report from ABC News, Hunter Biden's statement. I'm Sherry Preston. There is no fairness or decency in what these Republicans are doing. President Biden's son, Hunter, addressing reporters on Capitol Hill, saying he is prepared to answer legitimate questions on his business dealings before the House Oversight Committee. But he says only in public. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions manipulated evidence, and lies. Democrats insist there has never been any proof the president benefited from his son's business dealings. Minutes ago, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, Republican James Comer, said... This is an investigation about public corruption at the highest levels. We have accumulated mountains of evidence that's concerning to an overwhelming majority of Americans. The House will hold a full vote today on whether to proceed with a full impeachment inquiry. This is ABC News. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our clients' best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structure, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's a Star Leasing.com to learn more. 
Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack or the world famous Bar Lines Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar Lines Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue, downtown. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. It is hour number two. Strikers Bear Family Fun Center Studio, Penn Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogue. Presented by Omni Nashville Hotel, uh, Omni Nashville Hotel, the site, bar lines, Friday morning, commitments, all five hours, Bill King show. So you and I will have a couple hours uh, of, of doing nothing on Friday. I might, I might stop in you go down Friday morning, you get a little breakfast, every, hang out with Billy. It's free. Yeah. Don't cost nothing. Yeah. Don't cost nothing. <laughs> right in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly Holcomb played for uh, 13, 14, some, I don't know how long, 83 years. I don't know how long in the NFL. Uh, Lincoln County, the pride thereof. Uh, MTSU Hall of Famer. Kelly, good morning. How you doing, man? What's up, Kelly? What's up, What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Good. Doing good. Good to talk to you as always. Happy holidays. You too. You too. Good. I'm excited about it. Good to see you Sunday, uh, supporting the Lipscomb men and the women. Of course, your daughter. Uh, out for the year with the knee injury, and then her uh, her friend Will Pruitt from out of Mount Juliet High School. Fun game Sunday, it really was. It was a fun game. I uh, they had so many guys out. Uh, I didn't. I was watching TSU warm up, and uh, it, it was fortunate fortunate for Lipscomb, I think, that they didn't have the seven footer like you were talking about playing because he looked like he was a pretty good basketball player. The guy that transferred in from Florida, but. I thought they were going to struggle, and it was it was a really good game. It, it really was, and I thought uh, I thought Will played really well. He's uh, he's a tough kid. He kind of reminds me of me because he's so competitive, and he just was not he just he just was not going to lose that game the other night. He might be more athletic. 
that's yeah. I, I'll go ahead and give you that. There. <laughs> I could I could throw I could throw a football, and I'm good with hand-eye coordination, and I'm I'm a little bit Tom Bradyish when I can get away from people in the pocket. But running and stuff that yeah. was not my gig. Well, speaking of competitive, uh, what'd you make of Will Levis the other night? And we were just talking about you know. You got a young kid in his early 20s, you know, he's jacked to the gills. He thinks he's Superman and, you know, he's never going to get hurt. He's trying to, you know, tackle defensive linemen at the goal line. He's trying to run over people. You know, you know this, Kelly, haven't played the position so long. When you have that kind of attitude, when you take, when you run out of the pocket, you're either going to learn the easy way or the hard way, right? He kind of needs to learn how to slide a little bit more, no? Yeah, I'm with you, man. He's a young guy, and he is—he's uh, invincible at this point. Uh, but I, I was really impressed the other night. You—you uh, you can tell that the guy's a competitor, and I was thinking about that. When you've got a guy that's at the quarterback position that's a competitor like he is and hates to lose, that's what you want. If you're the head coach, that's a guy that you want. And m- most guys in the National Football League that play the quarterback position are like that. Now they show it in different ways and obviously will will levis is a gung-ho I, I you know i wasn't as i wasn't like him i was a little bit like him but uh the worst play in the game and you brought it up the worst play in the game was you know obviously he had the interception and he had the fumble with derrick henry but i mean he tried to hit that defensive lineman in the end zone like what are you doing <laughs> like i mean he's scored you're not gonna stop him there hoss i mean he's 290 pounds man just let him go and just say, you know what, hey, he got me. That was a bad play on my part. Let's forget about it. Uh, I do not like the and – and they ran it earlier in the year, but I cannot stand that option play that they run. And if you're going to run the option play mm. with Ty J. Spears and with Derrick Henry in the backfield, go to, his strength, go to his strong hand. Like, force him to the right and make him pitch it with his right hand, not his left hand. And I just love when he was over there on the sideline and y'all saw the same thing I saw when Tim Kelly was talking to him and he was patting his chest saying that was my fault, that was my fault. That was his fault. Uh, but I, I just don't like to play. But the the thing that I loved about it was he owned up to it. He didn't hang his head about it. He came back and he won the dead gum game for the Titans. That was unbelievable what they did. Uh, when When you're down to a team that, had everything to play for. I mean, they're nine and three in the division, and they they've got a ch- chance to be the number one seed. And you go into Miami, and they score twenty one points on three turnovers. That never happens, guys. I know y'all know that, but like that never happens. Like Jim Mora, when I was with the Indianapolis coach, he used to bring a sheet, and he was talking about the keys to winning games, and he'd have all this third down percentage and all this stuff, and then. When the defense on the other team scores a touchdown, your percentages of winning that game go way down. Mm. Well, they did that, and then they scored on every turnover. The Titans had three turnovers. They didn't score three points. They scored touchdowns on all three turnovers. (laughs) And the Tennessee Titans still won that game. That's impressive. That's unbelievable. And you got to give it to Mike Vrabel. Everybody's been talking about him. But you know what? His guys never quit. They always play to the end, and there's not a lot of coaches that can say that. And uh, I was really impressed with what they did the other night. How about on the other side, Kelly, with Tua? I mean, it seemed like when Hill went down, you know, that offense just was in quicksand. They couldn't figure out what to do. And obviously, you know, I thought Shane Bowen and, and Vrabel had a good game plan against them. But, man, once once Hill got hobbled, it seemed like Tua looked a little confused out there. 
And I even think Tyreek Hill came out and said when he was in Kansas City, I mean, you, you, you guys remember when the Titans beat him in, uh, in Titans Stadium down here. Like, he, he, he came out and he said, Mike Vrabel knows how to beat us. And uh, I, I've always thought that, and two is a great player. He's accurate. Uh, he didn't look too swift in the pocket the other night moving around. But I've always thought that if you took away his first read and maybe even his second read, if you if you can tell who his first read is on a play and then you make him start looking around for things, he has trouble with that. And I thought that kind of played – that was apparent the other night and it played into the Titans' hands because they took things away from him. They just said, hey, we're going to try to and, – and they had their best defensive lineman out in Jeffrey Simmons, which was really unbelievable uh, on the other side of the ball to me that they were able to get as much pressure. I, I thought at the beginning of the year they had a really good defensive line. They do. But the last couple of games, it seems like they haven't been doing as well. And then Jeffrey Simmons, their first guy, goes out, their number one guy, and then they were able to get pressure on him. But the, I think the Titans did a really good job of not letting them have anything deep. Obviously, Tyreek Hill getting hurt, but they still got Jalen Waddle. They still got Cedric Wilson. So they they still got some dudes that can play, and they got those two running backs in the backfield. But I thought the game plan that those guys made against them of not letting them have over the top, making them go down the field, and th- and that's the thing, guys. I remember being in in Tampa Bay for a cup of coffee, and Monty Kiffin was the, uh, you know, he was a defensive coordinator, and his whole deal was he played the same front, he played the same coverage every time. It was the four three Tampa two. And his whole philosophy was we got guys that can rush the passers, but you cannot go on a 14, 15, 16-play drive on us and not make a mistake. And that's exactly what the Titans did to the Dolphins the other night. Isn't that how you beat the Chiefs? I think that uh, we were talking Absolutely. about. Yeah, that's what yeah. I think Watson Brown last, you know, keep it. And, and, and speaking of that, uh, Kelly Holcomb with us uh, this morning. Uh, the Chiefs. I mean, they looks like they're they're trending back to middle of the pack uh, at the at the top part of the middle of the pack, if you know what I mean. Uh, I think everybody goes into lulls during the season. Uh, people are not used to seeing that with the Kansas City Chiefs, but most teams do. And the parity of the National Football League. I mean, you look at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are kind of. You know, they they had a rough road span where, you know, and they even got to go to Seattle this week. So they've had some tough games. They had to go to Kansas City. They had to play Buffalo. They played Dallas. Uh, you know, they've had a tough little schedule here. And every, I think everybody has a lull, and I don't think that ever nobody's seen this from the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think you're right. They're coming back a little. But don't count the Kansas City Chiefs out. I mean, they're still really good. They still got the best quarterback in the league in Patrick Mahomes. They still got Travis Kelsey. They still got dudes. And they still got uh they still got Jones on the on the defensive side of the ball. They can still rush the passer. So they'll probably be in it at the end of the year. But uh yeah, they are kind of kind of slipping back to the middle of the pack right now. What do you think about Kadarius Tony that play obviously they called back the Kelsey touchdown and he he I mean he was off sides but um yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, receivers, you know, prominent ones come out and, you know. Von Miller was lined up offsides on the very next play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You got, I mean, I know there's a point of emphasis on it, but it's almost like the phantom tag at second base on a double play or the phantom swipe of the feet. Yeah. I agree with you guys. I mean, I'm not uh, – when, when I was in Indianapolis, Tom Moore used to preach. He used to talk about the referees all the time. So I'm not you – know, I know that, that we have to have them in the game. 
I understand that, but the way that they're calling flags now in the National Football League is is repulsive to me, and it's starting to make everybody like, why, why aren't like after every play it seems like a flag, especially <laughs> on special teams. Now the other night he was offsides. Uh, some some guys let that go. Some guys miss that. Some guys don't pay attention. Everybody says, well. It's the receiver's job to look out there to the line judge and say, "Am I okay?" Well, they were in a bunch set close to the line. You know, they were close to the tackle. So I don't know if I don't know if Kadarius Tony looked outside or not. When you're out there close to him, it's easier to do. But I don't know if he looked out there. Uh, sometimes, guy, I, I actually thought they called it on the right tackle because the right tackle was in the backfield too. <laughs> like, like the right tackle, all those tackles. They try to get as far away from the line as they can because you got all these speed rushers outside. So right. the rule is, if your head is not touching the center's butt, then you're you're in the backfield. So you're considered it's a it's an illegal formation. Well, he was all the way in the backfield, so I thought that's who they were calling it on. And then I found out that they were calling on Tony. So I don't know. Uh, it's yeah, it's kind of tough to call that. But like, if you're going to call it at the beginning of the game, you got to call it at the end of the game. And, you know, it was like I was in the state championship games a couple of weeks ago and or last week. And, you know, they, they had been doing kind of the same thing all night. And then it got, you know, it was in the Page game when Page was playing Knoxville West. And they had been doing the, the one thing all night. And then when it gets to the last five minutes of the game, they finally start calling it. And I don't agree with that either. If you, if you didn't call it at the beginning of the game, don't call it at the end of the game. So, I mean, it's all um, – you know, referees, they have a tough job. Uh, I think they're calling way too many penalties right now, but the NFL gets on to them if they don't call enough. So, I don't know, but I've grown when I was Tom Moore not to, not to very much dislike referees. Cause I <laughs> used, to, used to scream at those guys, and some of them wanted to fight him. So, uh, you know, I'm that, I'm that guy. Kelly, uh, what do you make of uh, what Joe Flacco is doing with uh, one of your old teams, the Cleveland Browns, off the couch a few weeks ago and – uh, he's looked pretty good, and they're talking Super Bowl in Cleveland with that defense. And you know, January Joe, Joe Cool, he's been there before. He has. He's got a lot of experience. Uh, I liked. Um, I like the Thompson, or the Robinson Thompson. I don't even. I can't. Is it KTR? Yeah, it's KTR. a DTR. I, I, Dorian Thompson I, Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. DTR. Yeah. Yeah. DTR. Uh, I, I really liked him. I was watching him at the preseason, and it's funny to see guys come from college and then go to pros, and they still got that college type of throwing motion, and it'll get better. But, like, I thought he was doing really well, and then he obviously ends up getting hurt. And then, uh, you know, the Flacco comes in. Hey, I'm for him. You know that. I'm a a Cleveland Brown diehard guy. Their defense is unbelievable. Like, you know, with with Miles and with all those guys on the defensive side of the ball, they can get after guys. They can make plays defensively. They can stop people. Uh, they they have a chance. Uh, you know, I wish Nick Chubb was there with them. Yeah. I mean, that would give them even a better chance. I don't know if they can do it this year, but like that's the guy that you have to have. Somebody that has been there, that's been experienced, that's been in those battles, and it's coming down to the stretch here, and you got to win games. Uh, man, I'm all for the Cleveland Browns. I really am, and they're playing they're playing really good football right now. And I hope, you know, hopefully he can get into the offense just a little bit more, and he can understand what's going on. And uh, you know, I think he's done well so far, and hopefully he can keep that up. Well, Kelly, you know I'm a New York Giants fan as well. What do you make of Tommy DeVito? That guy is the 
He's the toast in New York right now. Frank Sinatra's got nothing on him right now. He got nothing on him, man. He's staying. He's staying with mom and dad. And he's Eating the chicken cutlets. Come on, yeah, forget he, about yeah, it, Kelly. He's getting, home, he's getting home cooked meals, and his daddy's out there tailgating before the games, and they're showing mom and dad on the TV. I think it's great, man. It's it's awesome. Uh, it was amazing the other night. I didn't get to watch much of that game because with now you know me having to cover the Titans all the time with. Mm-hmm stuff on our deal uh, uh, i had to watch the titans but i was flipping it back and forth i didn't get to see much of it but that was impressive too i mean you have both you have two monday night games and both the underdogs won and uh yeah I, I, and and i don't even like i don't even think that game was close john i really don't like it like the giants deserved to win that game from beginning to end they, they kind of beat you know, beat the Green Bay Packers up, and the Green Bay Packers have been playing really well. And if uh, you know that, that just shows you if you got a guy behind center that the guys believe in and start trusting in, I mean, you can go a you can go a long way. You know, the Giants hadn't done well up until this point, but man, he's playing well. And I'm for a guy like that, an undrafted guy who who comes in and he sparks and he gives some juice to the offense and and jersey you know, juice. Give ju- yeah, absolutely. When you give juice to the offense and the defense knows, hey, we got a chance now. Now the defense starts even playing better, so it's a it's a whole it's a whole team wide deal. And hey, I'm for him, man. I hope he keeps doing well. Kelly, I know for a long time you were uh, the uh, along with Chip Walters did the analyst for your alma mater. Rick Stock still out, Derek Mason in, and uh, yeah. and everybody thinks the world of Rick Stock still. There's no there's no questioning all of that. And just my opinion, it, it probably was right to, the, the time for a change. Quite frankly. Uh, yeah, you don't want me to go in depth with that pogey on the radio. I'm going to be honest with you, but, uh, I am, uh, yeah, I'm a middle guy, obviously I'm a middle guy. Now, you know, I, I, I put my two cents worth in. I, uh, I, I brought a guy up and I, you know, I know he, he interviewed twice with them. Uh, I was a little upset. I was disappointed that they didn't hire a middle guy. Cause I thought that they should have hired a middle guy, but Hey, you know, Derek is, I, I was with Derek. When I was with the Minnesota Vikings, Derek was a quality control coach there. So I know Derek. I uh, don't know him well, but I know him. I was with him for a year. And uh, he's a good guy. Um, I, he, he brings energy. Uh, he won the press conference the other day. But talking and doing is two different things. And, uh, you know, we got we to gotta get behind him at Blue Raider Nation and got to see how this thing goes. I want I, Obviously, I want the, nothing but the best for, for MTSU, but uh, – yeah, I mean, uh, Rick had been there for a long time, and uh, hey, he he is a good guy. He is a good guy, but uh, in, in this business, you guys know this: if you're not winning games and uh, you're not winning championships, you know something has to be done. And um, you know, I, I, obviously, they felt like they needed to make a decision, and obviously, they felt like they needed to make the decision to go with Derek Mason. Obviously, he had a good interview, so I, hey, I'm for him. I'm for him. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the proof is in the pudding, and time will tell. But. Uh, uh, we just got to get behind Derek Mason, see how he can turn, see if he can turn this thing around. Kelly, happy holidays to you and the family. Okay, appreciate you, buddy. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, guys. Talk to you. All, all right. right, Kelly Holcomb. Hey, all of our uh, MTSU related visits uh, brought to you by Bud Moore State Farm Insurance, thirty two forty five Franklin Road, right there in the borough. All of your insurance need through State Farm, auto, home, property, life, health, rental, uh, bundle any or all of those into one plan, offering banking products, annuities. Bud Moore, State Farm Insurance, more than 100 years combined experience. Find the best plan suited for your specific needs. And I've had Bud for 
all the houses I've owned, all one of them at a time. <laughs> Office hours. Yeah, I was gonna say my, you ain't got it like that to where you own like no, uh, two no, houses no, at the same no, time. no, not not in not in Rutherford County anyway. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Office hours Monday through Friday nine and five p.m. Bud and that's tap. Give me a call six one five eight nine three one four one seven online budmorris.biz. Hey, we're wide open for the rest of the hour. You want to call us? Here's how six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldWideGolf.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher, that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. 
You're listening to the Greg Pogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show. Text or call the show at 615-844-5600 and tell John that Jordan is better than LeBron. Yeah, well, Jordan never won an NBA in-season tournament. LeBron did, and he was the MVP. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, that's about all the attention I'm going to pay to it, too. All right, 615-844-5600. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Bowl games, we were talking about that. Like I said, if you don't like them, don't watch them. These these bowls for these schools that these are lifetime. Well, memories, people, people watch them for a number of reasons. Okay, <laughs> you know, well, you gambling know. components. Yeah, it's, huge. The, it's the holiday exactly. season. Need a little extra sure. money for you know for for the holidays and you know, and there are a lot of you know, let's say you're you're the fan of a team that you know an NFL team that isn't very good. You're watching to see potential draft picks for your team and that kind of thing. So there are a number of reasons to watch these games. And I agree with you. You don't like it? Don't watch. Don't well, and, and, well it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense to complain about them. Well, in the cities they are in, too, they're in Port Myrtle Beach. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's but, great I'm, business for the city. Yeah, it's it, great for it, their local economy of the cities that the, go, the games are in, of And course. ESPN mo- owns most of them. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah, and it's, like, it's like Coach said, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be doing it if they weren't making money off of it. Let's go to the phone. 615-844-5600. Doug, good morning, Doug. Doug, you fresh, fresh, Doug. Uh, he, uh, Greg attempted to try to do that <laughs> the intro, uh-huh. and it sounded like a he was choking a cat. So, good morning, Doug. Well, maybe he should, maybe he should try doing it, acting like he's got the hiccups. Maybe that'll help. Him. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think he's got it motivated. in him. There, you know, we're you know we're old school hip hop guys, yeah. so. You know, we well, we know how it's it done. Sunday night? Did you watch the? Uh, no, dude, I didn't, and I got to treat. I got to. I may have to subscribe to Paramount Plus for like thirty days and just and just watch it. I didn't get. I was work. Well, I wasn't working. Turns what out. Is it? I, I was, I was, what? Uh, they had a uh, CBS had a big fifty years of hip hop special on the other night, and uh, I was watching the the Cowboys uh, Eagles Sunday night game, and I forgot to DVR it. So well, I was back and forth. It was a. Uh, it was good old school rap. Yeah, good stuff was the old stuff. Well, well, Doug, I don't know if I, I don't know if you're listening. Yesterday, I've been uh, I've been working on some rap lyrics. I got uh, I got 16 bars. You got some DJ Herc in you. You got some DJ Herc in you. You you got the build. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to cool DJ Herc, uh, the guy that started it all in the South Bronx. Um, yeah. So I've been working on some rap lyrics, and uh, you know I'm gonna try to find the the, the right beat to to put it to, but. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just like I say, it's just sixteen bars, but uh, I don't know. I like it. I, I think, did hear I think you it's... were working. You're working on some lyrics. Yeah, I'm working. I'm working. I might back. have to get back in the studio, you know, like I did for the Alan Bell intro. So we'll see. No, nothing wrong with that, you know. Uh, give it your best shot, John. Yeah, why not? Yolo, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're young enough. The voice still sounds strong. I think you got it. Well, coming from you, that's a compliment. <laughs> well, unlike uh, Mr. Al Michaels, which is why I called. Apparently, he's not young enough. I was surprised that. He got, I guess, stepped down from calling the playoffs with NBC. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Uh, is that right? Uh, stepped down. I don't think he knew about it. And uh, I don't think I he was offered uh, the chance. To yeah, step I mean, down. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of like he that, just was, he just wasn't offered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. not going to have yeah. any. I don't know how many games. How many games do they have? Well, they'll, they'll, they'll have two. Yeah. Noah Eagle uh, will be on. That uh, will be the play-by-play guy. Not Tariko. 
Uh, they they got two games. Okay. So Al Michaels was like the second crew. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Because Tarico's done a nice job yeah. doing with the Sunday night. Like I've known Mike Tarico for a long, long time, and that you talk about a guy born to do this. He's the most underrated sportscaster of all time. I think he might be the best ever. I don't think he's underrated. People really respect Tarico's call of the game, and Mr. Michaels, what's he seventy seven? Uh, sounds right. He's he's definitely well into his seventies. Yeah, seventy nine. Seventy. Wow, seventy nine. Whoa, whoa. Well, I mean, he's just you know, if you hear him on the Thursday night package, he's always bitching and moaning about how bad the games he's, are. That's yeah, exactly you know? what I thought. And I think you NBC know, was he, like, he, we don't need that. Well, NBC is going to have three. Two of them will be Tariko and Collinsworth. The other will be Noah Eagle, and that's Iron Eagle's son. Yeah, right? who looks and, and sounds exactly yeah, right. like Iron Eagle. <laughs> and and, uh, and Todd, right, Ben Todd yeah. Black- Blackledge. Yeah. Todd Blackledge is the. Um, well, so they like Collinsworth's uh, son. Collinsworth's son ta- looks and sounds Jack, exactly like yeah, yeah. They that crew, Eagle and Blackledge, worked together on the Big Ten games for NBC. Yeah, on the on the yeah. Peacock, and uh, they will have the Steelers Bengals NBC game Saturday. We got some Saturday games. We have three up. Saturday games yep, yep, coming yep, yep, up. Yep. So it's that time of year. College is done. It officially uh, ended with the Army Navy game last weekend. So yeah, now between now and through. Uh, Really, the end of the season, we're going to get uh, games on uh, NFL games on Saturday. So, fun time of year. But it seemed kind of seemed kind of obvious that you know Mr. Michaels had kind of you know time had passed him by. He was. Uh, I mean, he's still good, happy. but he's just so grouchy and ornery about yeah, the quality I, of the play. Well, I, yeah, nice. and I just think those Thursday night games are most of them are bad yeah. anyway, and and so yeah. I thank you, Doug. Thanks, Dougie. Thank like, the best Thursday night game was that Cowboys-Seahawks game because both teams had a full week off because they both played on Thanksgiving. 615-844-5600 to the phones we go again. Kevin in Mule Town. Mule head! Just eat an old slam bell. Ding-a-ling, ding 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 Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mule head. How's... Yo, ho, ho. What's, what's, what's Christmas like in Mule Town for old Kevin? It's just a wonderful time of year to spend with family and friends. Oh, I love just, it. You know, yeah. hey, I was, you know, when that when it turned cold and it froze, did the did the mule chips finally freeze up and you could chip them off the roads down there? <laughs> He's throwing yeah, them around get, like frisbees. Yeah, that's what, that's what we do. We play frisbee golf so, uh, <laughs> with the mule chips. <laughs> but man, I. I just spent uh, spent a week in Vegas. Just got back yesterday. Really wow. had a good time. And man, I, I saw I met I saw Brad Powers. Really? Did you really? Seriously? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was out in front of the Bellagio with a tin can. Oh. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's here all week, folks. But Tip the, the veal and try your waitress. We did have a good time, bro, and uh, went to the Lakers game. Went to, uh, and I I, I, te- I tweeted out to John Burton at the Lakers game. He just ignored me. Just ignored. You know, me. he ignores me. No, you know what it is. Time. You know what it is. Ever since I got Elon Musked earlier this year on Twitter, I'm not as active on Twitter anymore. Like I t- I live tweet when I'm covering a Titans game or something like that or a Tennessee game. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Charge it to my head, not my heart, man. I'm just. I'm just down on Twitter X right now. It's been, you know, it used to be really good to me. And now, you know, I, I got I got heat with Elon Musk. I'd like to have a word well, with you'd him. Have been, you'd have been proud of me. I was rooting for the Lakers because we had money on them. So we, uh, <laughs> there we, you I'm go. A huge LeBron fan. Go LeBron. Yeah, there you go. See? Hey, whatever but, it takes, Mulehead. 
I mean, they celebrate it like they won the world. I know. I know. That was kind of cheesy. They had confetti. They had champagne. <laughs> they had the champagne goggles. Uh, I, mean, I was like, ah, yeah. They just don't get me started. Okay? I think, don't, please. I think, I think, I think Silver kind of got the message out. Hey, whoever wins this thing, let's, you know, let's, let's. Let's make it a big deal so that people get, because it's get, not. get behind. It's not. It's not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah it was. It was kind of weird, man. But uh, it it feels weird being in the real world because uh, it's. And I don't want to hear a damn thing about the economy. Let me tell you, the economy is doing just fine because <laughs> Vegas, everywhere you went, it's packed, and they are spending. Well, money have you been in Nashville open. lately? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everywhere you go, it's packed, and people mm-hmm. are spending money. No doubt. So the economy is kicking. So, But anyway, I thought about you guys was out there. I, I sent some pictures to Burton. I was, I was yeah, oh, I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thanks for getting around to him. I told LeBron you said hi, and he said who? He ghosted you. No, he ghosted <laughs> you, no, Kevin. No, Le, Le, you know, LeBron loves me, man. LeBron knows me. He knows you. Yep. All right, brother. Let's go have a good rest of the day. <laughs> Thanks, Muley. See you, man. What the hell's going on? Oh, Muley's the best. He's, he's, that's a funny dude, man. This all bread. Sign with a tin can. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Schmitty. Schmitty. Good morning. Oh uh, well, LeBron had a good game last night, but Luca had a better one, and my Mavericks beat him. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's you know they after won that big tournament win, they had yeah, a letdown. Exactly. You know the champagne isn't even dry. You know off off of winning the in season tournament. They even, they even take the whole team there. Or are they still celebrating? Yeah, no, yeah, they're hungover from winning the in season tournament. What did you expect there, Mike? Well, the, the Mavericks did have a guy. He was eight for twenty eight on three for the year, and then last night he was seven for nine. Boy, Luke is the name. machine, man. When Luca when Luca gets going, man, holy cow, is he just you know, he can't I, I stop. Think he, he, just, he just backs out and shoots yeah. over you. I think he's better than Nikola Jokic, but mm, uh, man, good Lord. I don't know. But Jokic is great. Don't get me wrong. Jokic is a great player, but I, I think I think Luca, from a physical standpoint, is a better player. But Jokic's basketball IQ and just you know, who got ejected last night on uh, on Serbian Appreciation uh, Day in, in Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> That's some language yeah, that with the referee. Just- he just got one tee, and he, they tossed him out. And the, they said the Bulls fans were booing because they, they, you know, they pay money to come watch <laughs> that guy. So I don't, I don't know the whole story behind that. Uh, well, yeah, they're certainly hey, not Greg, going. They're not coming out to watch the Bulls. I can tell you that. Hey, Greg, you do know the new Tennessee Tech coach. He he wasn't the current Old Dominion coach. He's no, he had, he had like been. This. I think he'd been out what two years. Or one? I know, like four years. Really? Four years. Okay, I, I so thought I he'd think, been several think, years. Yeah, I think he would. He would been watching his sons. He's got a son that plays for Eastern Illinois. So I think he was watching his sons as kids play, and then kind of like well, Kelly Holcomb's doing the same thing. Now Kelly's not. Somebody posted about Kelly being the new coach at MTSU, but he's not looking to bit make that <laughs> no, career right. No, 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 he don't. No. <laughs> well, that's what I thought, but somebody somebody threw his name out there. You know, so, uh, just anybody can say anything these days, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, uh, all credit to the Titans. They deserve it. You know, I grew up a Dolphins fan. I'm not a big diehard like I used to be because Dolphins make me cry, like Derek Rucker said. Yeah. 
But uh, they are they are overrated. They they've only beaten one team with a winning record, and that's the Broncos, and they put a seventy spot on them. So, uh, and they they got I exposed a little bit the other night, didn't they, Mike? I mean, they yeah, they yeah, might be I a little fugazi. I said they're going in. I said, who have they beat? Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the teams that are better than them, they haven't. They even got blown out by Buffalo. Yeah. They got handled pretty well by Philadelphia. You know, Kansas City beat them. I, I think you're almost in it. In a way, you're almost at a disadvantage when you had that lead because, you know, the Titans were playing all out, nothing to lose, throwing it, and then the, the Dolphins get conservative and, and they run it twice. And I almost I almost don't know why. I know why because you get fourth and two. If you go for it and don't make it, then you look like an idiot. But then, you know, if you do make it, you pretty much the game's over. You know, when they, they punted and the Titans drove it right back down the field. So I don't, you know, I don't, I can't see them going very far in the playoffs. Even if they would have won that and been the, I mean, they, I didn't realize they hadn't won a playoff game in 22 years. It's been a minute. No, 22 so years. That, <laughs> hey, did you Thanks. see your last thing? You see the new uh, concession prices at Dodger Stadium? What? The Otani factor kicked in already? <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody posted like a Dodger dog is now 500 and a big beard is going to be like. Seven hundred. So, uh, <laughs> but he but he's actually only going to make. Two, he deferred most. Yeah, of money, two right? million, two million a year for ten years, and then sixty-eight million. Now that's on average for the ten years after that. Is that kind of like what Bobby Bonilla did way back in the day, and he still gets paid? Similar, I guess. Right, right, right. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. but the. But it, this was more because the, the the amount remained the same all the way through a little bit. You know, you know what I'm saying. What he's been paid, he's been paid. It doesn't accelerate. That's still got well, what another sense. ten years, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to have money to pay Mookie and Freeman and get some pictures and that, almost it well, almost it doesn't. It doesn't. But yeah. The, but yeah. But even with that, there there's more than the two million counting to the cap. Uh, per year it's a there's a formula with it on how much they defer and they just can't hide that much money uh hey vanderbilt actually plays in uh they actually play in fort uh uh i can't think of it. uh fort negley they don't play in lubbock no not fort negley fort worth they're not playing in lubbock they're, so we get to go down to fort worth and get beat probably oh so it's a neutral site game yeah, I don't know. Some, yeah, who knows? We'll just see what. Well, you're the Vandy fan. You should know. Well, I said we're playing in Fort Worth. We're not playing in Lubbock. It's tomorrow night. So, uh, Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Remind me all right, then. All right, see you, man. Okay. See all right, Kenny the Mailman. You're going to be next. Anybody else want to call? Do six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. 
A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. Oh, oh, uh, open that one. It's for me. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Best gift ever. Wait, these tickets are already scratched. Yeah, it was me. I was just so excited. But look, we won. Tis the season for epic cash prizes. This year, give the most winning gift of all. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Grind into the holiday season with your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday when they host Dylan Brooks and the Houston Rockets on Memphis Grizzlies Ford Scholars Night presented by Ford and your Mid-South Ford dealers. Arrive early. First 5,000 will receive Grizzlies holiday wrapping paper. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by calling 901-888-HOOP or visiting grizzlies.com. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Call show. We'll put you on the radio. Here's proof. Kenny the Mailman. What's up, Kenny? I cannot believe the commercial I just heard. Were y'all listening during the commercial break? Which one? The one where they said the Memphis basketball team was going to give away Grizzlies rolling papers for Christmas. <laughs> oh, that was wrapping papers. My no, fault. okay. I got you. <laughs> At the NBA, you never know. I, it's it's the it's it's the Vanderbilt uh, hospital. You never know. It's, it could be. It's mainstream now. John, whoop that trick, man! Whoop that trick. You know, you're you're one of my all time favorites, and uh, oh, thank you. You're just tops at what you do. But I am calling for a little bit of discipline for what you did Uh-oh. Monday. Discipline. I'm going to ask the poster to install some kind of suspension. You name the name that shall not be named on this show. Oh yeah, I talked about that 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 numbnut in uh, in Murfreesboro. You talk right? About are, yeah. are you are you sorry you did it? Am I sorry I did it? 
Yeah. No. We I'm won't. Not... We won't suspend you. If no. No. Sorry. No. No. I'm not. I'm not sorry. I did it because <laughs> you know. You know, trust me, I, he's probably somewhere talking. Talking. I, I don't. You know, the only time, about me, only so. time he ever comes into my mind is when somebody else brings it up to me. Yeah, I Absolutely. never think about him once ever. Well, you're a better man than I well, am, Greg. I know that. So. Get him out of your. <laughs> get him out of your head. Listen, I, he doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> Just once in a while, I'll I'll take a shot at him. You you didn't know people listened that close, did you? No, nah, that, was, that was good. Good on way to pay attention. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there was an unsung, unknown hero in the football game Monday night. Did y'all notice toward the very end? Kenny, I have no idea it what was, you were going to say. It was so the go third ahead. down. Land the clock point. was running, <laughs> third down, and uh, the Miami runner gained six, but it left it fourth and two. And the umpire standing right there signaled him out of bounds. And showing on the angle, he landed inbounds two feet, got touched, and rolled out of bounds. And he seemed to be out of bounds, but the back judge came running in. Yeah, and wound the clock. And keep yeah. the clock yeah. going. Yeah. Keep the yeah. clock going. We saw that. Yeah. Which caused Miami to really rush to the – they were just a little out of sorts rushing to the line trying to get the first down. So. Mm-hmm. But you're just sitting there, and the referee, it's right at his feet. And he sees the guy land, get touched, and roll, and signaled him out of bounds. That's the kind of plays that drive you nuts. Because a lot of times they don't miss – procedural calls they're usually right on that but that judgment where it's right in front of them and i'm going what are you thinking but they can't ask them any questions they don't you know show anybody's name or anything did y'all notice that play when it happened yeah Yeah, i did too yeah yeah yeah, he rolled it yeah rolled it he came in and kept it rolling a lot of times they will initially call the timeout just and then roll it uh just instead of the other way around but it was great teamwork, and I was sure glad that clock was ticking. We were yelling at home, tick, 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 tick. All my best to y'all, buddy. All right. See, Kenny. Thanks, Kenny. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. Yep. All right. 615 If you want to call us, uh, put you right on. Hey, I was looking at the college bat. I got to look at Vandy where they play. Why are they they're in, at that? Uh, it is the Coast to Coast Challenge. Uh, Big 12 uh, ESPN. Uh, Big, Pan, Big 10 well, Big 12 SEC on ESPN Plus. That one, Vanderbilt, Texas Tech uh, at 6.30. And then Tennessee plays NC State at 9 o'clock on ESPN2 in the Hall of Fame series in San Antonio. Man, NC State, man, how many power? They That's all they do is play power fives, right? Except for Georgia Southern, Tennessee, right? Yeah, sure seems like it. Do you know, I'm looking at the standings. There's only one team in the SEC um, at 9-0 and Ole Miss. And then there's only one team that is under 500 in non-conference play. That's Vanderbilt at 4-5. and Yeah. Not off to a good start. They, they got a lot of work to do. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap this thing up in just a few. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. In Tennessee, 
967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one hundred people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Call or text the Greg Bogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show at 615-844-5600. Got a few more moments and then we're 88 up at Audio Skazoo. Got college basketball tonight. Tennessee State, oh, this is a tough one, on the road at Liberty. Liberty uh, is really one of the better. They're picked to win Conference USA, which has obviously MTSU, WKU. Uh, so, and... and Richie McKay is one of the best coaches in college basketball, period, if you just look at his record, uh, what he's done at Liberty and, and in other spots as well. Uh, he's um, really considered one of the better coaches in the country. He used to be the, get this, used to be the head coach at Portland State, Colorado State, Oregon State, 
New Mexico, Liberty. He left to be an assistant associate head coach at Virginia and was part of that national championship, then came back to Liberty. So he's uh, won 397 games as a head coach. But uh, he's got to meet him. His assistant uh, was the Treveca coach uh, mm-hmm. before the, the the new hire. So, um, you know, he was at this tough. Their Tennessee State's uh, a 14-and-a-half-point underdog. Wow. Yeah, Liberty's really good. So you're telling me there's a chance. Mm. Um, Craig, I also wanted to ask you, did you ever consider getting into coaching? I know your dad yeah, was did. a coach. I did. I was going to, and I went for the big money of sports writing. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> in media. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, yeah I, I really did. I, I took some, even in school, some while I was. But I just got, I mean, the doors open. I, you know, if I would have gone to coaching ranks to get where I was in the media, would take, you know, three, four, eight years of working my way up. Right. When I was uh, a junior in college, uh, I was the sports editor at the local newspaper, and two of my teachers were my employees. Really? So I made good grades. That's that's an interesting. Or I was story. Good, yeah, I was uh, a couple. You know, they were uh, they weren't full time. They were my professors, but they mm-hmm. also worked for me part time. So I would assign. I would t- I would go to class. Talk to my professor after class about the assignment I gave him. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty unique, man. <laughs> wow, so that's cool. But then I didn't tell you I was a sophomore and I was thirty three years old. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out at frat yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, hey, yeah, I, yeah, I was. I, yeah. Own my own business. But you see, thirty-three-year-old Pogi in a, yeah, in, a uh, in a toga at, a, at some frat what, party. Yeah, like yeah. when Rodney Dangerfield, you know, what doing, did he keg, have? doing keg stands. Yeah, didn't Rodney Dangerfield have back to school? Yeah, back, back to, to school. school. Yeah, that great was, movie. Yeah, yeah, great movie. You ever see it, Patton? I don't think so. Rodney yeah, put put that on your list. Okay. It, Rodney it's Dangerfield. Funny. He's oh, it's an all-time classic. Oh, I see what you. Oh, I tell you, you know, I don't get no respect, no respect at all. You know. Oh, nice hat. Oh, looks good on you, though. You know, <laughs> I bet you you were something before electricity. Oh, I'll tell you. You know, <laughs> you remember my doctor, Doctor Vinnie Bumbatsu. Yeah, he was at the uh, Devito. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's Tommy yeah. Devito. So <laughs> doctor, it's his yeah. doctor. It is doctor. Yeah, do a lot of things. You know. Now, your um, your danger field is one of your better ones. Just tell you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you approve. Well, I approve of most of them. <laughs> So, yeah, I was uh, always a fan yeah. of Roddy Dangerfield growing up as a kid. So, well, yeah. you know, first introduced to him, he had a um, legendary comedy yeah. club in New York City. That's how guys like Andrew Dice Clay yeah. and Danger, uh, Sam, Dangerfield, da- yeah. Dangerfield, uh-huh. Sam Kinison, mm-hmm. you know, those guys. Uh, you know, that's where they got their big breaks. Gilbert Gottfried, yep. that that era. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, but I first time I would seen him was on Johnny Carson, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he Carson to, loved him. Oh yeah, the Johnny Carson ones, and I know that's way before your age, but you know. Uh, my parents used to let me sit up and watch. No, my I, I, I watched Johnny. I grew up watching Johnny Carson. But then for you, that's eleven thirty at night on the yeah. Eastern Eastern time. Yeah, Friday night. Well, Friday night I would watch Johnny Carson, and then you remember SCTV sketch comedy show. Uh, it was kind of like a poor man's Saturday Night Live. Well, there was Second City. Yeah, Second City Television. Mm-hmm. But most most of the people that that it was uh, that uh, improv troupe out of Chicago, but most of them were Canadian. 
Yeah, that was that second city. Yep. It's, it's Chicago. Those Canadians that came down there. Yep. Yeah, Dave Thomas and, then, and Rick Moranis. Well, and, and that whole group with uh, John Candy in Living Color. You know mm-hmm. that the, that they all ran in those circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Whitney, the dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your friend there. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I would watch. I would watch Carson and Essie's TV on Friday night, and then Saturday mm-hmm. night, of course, Saturday Night Live. We had. Don I mean, Carson, you really had, yeah. you had to really stay up for SCTV because it didn't come on until twelve thirty Eastern. You know, I'm eleven, twelve year old kid. I'm like falling asleep trying to stay up to watch it. You remember Don Kirchner rock concert? I do. Yeah. Very, yeah, I was real young then. That was like in seventies. I was like single digits, but uh, like I didn't start watching Saturday Night Live until the second wave, or I guess it's technically the third wave, like the Eddie Murphy, Joe Piscopo crew. You know. I remember when it first came out, I was still high school or whatever, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, then on through my college age years there, mm-hmm. those mid to late, you know, the seventies, that's, you know, obviously Belushi, Aykroyd, Jane right. Curtin, Gilda, Bill Randler, Murray, right. that whole Garrett you know, Morris. Yep. yep. That, at, uh, Jane, uh, Curtin, Jane Curtin. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what's the skinny one, you know, but it, we would actually, Gilda Radner, Gilda Radner, you'd be out at the bar. We're out partying, and mm-hmm. you would leave at ten to go home and watch yep. Saturday Night Live, and then and go then, back and out, and then go back out, <laughs> and then go back out. Yeah, yeah it was appointment yeah. television uh, back then. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah, was. Yeah. 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 All right, hey, uh, again, Liberty Basketball TSU traveling to Lynchburg, Virginia. We'll have that broadcast tonight. Uh, Albert Dawson, myself, six forty-five. The pregame right here on National Sports Radio, seven o'clock tip-off. The McFarlands. Oh, we got a. Uh, we got a picking with the pickers thing tomorrow. Yeah, I think you're going to like it, folks. We've I've got something cooked up on this one. Yeah, I I, I like where your head's at on this. Yeah, glad you approve. Yeah, McFarland's mm-hmm. the two. They welcome your phone calls and they mean it. Let's see if they got anything. He always texts me when they have anything special. No, just a regular show. All right. <laughs> Darren's probably going to wax poetic about how well the Preds have been playing. He waxes his head. <laughs> see you tomorrow. 560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 106.1.